You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Music Interval Theory Podcast. My name is Frank and I want to guide you through today's episode, which is about the animation show Bitter Fruit. And I want to transition to a segment that TC gave in a conversation and he talks about his experience as the composer and co-producer of that animated show. So let's jump right in and get all the insight that TC wants to share. Here we go. First of all, it was just automatic and simple when I saw the three characters. Uh, and I learned this from Joe Sitka, who is also um, the guy that came up with Bitterfruit. But Joe taught me a lot about animation, how to look at it from a producer's standpoint. I did, I think, seven movies that were Scooby-Doo movies. And he said, you know, the whole thrust of the characters is really where the heart of the show is. It's, it's who the characters are. And you have to be able to isolate. And sometimes they have singular things, and sometimes it's connective tissue. With uh, Shaggy and Scooby and the gang, there's levels of commitment. And Shaggy and Scooby are committed through thick and thin. It's, a, it's the very best friends that you could have. They're both a little dumb. <laughs> in a funny sort of way. And Shaggy, Scooby's uh, the smart one, actually, and Shaggy kind of thinks like a dog. And so they have that connection. Then they have the connection that they both love food and can never get enough food. And that's what sets them apart. They're best friends and they love food. And so they can get into any situation. They're going to be loyal to one another. And that that was the whole thing. When Bitter Fruit came around, this was a, an attempt at Joe to launch his own show, and he lost interest. I think it's a great show. The basic music was, I didn't want piano, so I used vibes. Because vibes are really a great sound or a soft sound. They're not intrusive. The area was all going to be inside a coffee shop. And so it's just kind of like jazz going on. And it's basically blues. If you do that, and you understand how those intervals, you'll, you're going to learn all this stuff in the nature of intervals section. So I don't need to worry about a chord. I can just play twos, and I can break them up if I want to do a, a little run or something. I can go two, ten, two, ten, two, ten. So this can be... It could be anything, right? If you want to be pretty much simple stuff, right? Twos, a lot of twos. And when you play them on the vibes, I should have got a vibe up for you. You can hear it just rings. You don't need a lot of music. Because if I, if on the vibes, if I just go... Under a conversation... That's all it is, real simple. And then light little drums, just light little drums, just kind of keeping a pulse, but not constant. If 
things they kick each other off you know that i i try when i orchestrate it's really kind of throwing things around i don't uh, really think about orchestration that much because to me it's all really logical and it sounds good and i always want to do, i want to make sure that i'm filling in my sections uh a way you do sections you go higher than one do you know that trick so if I have, let's say, I'm filling out a section, and I and I just have these guys, and I want to add a part, and I'd go higher than one. Well, higher than one would be three, some kind of three, minor, minus three or three, or a four if it's a substitute. Oh, I don't have that. Okay, higher than three, five. Oh, I have five. Higher than five, seven or minus seven, or minus seven. So... When you listen to the sections on the scores that I do, they're pretty complete or they're just lines, doubled lines. I don't even worry about chords. I just write a line. That, you have to have a lot of faith that if you don't write a 13 and you just write the lines and you make each line sound good, it's going to sound good. I feel that that's something every composer should just come back to that stuff every once in a while because every time you do you're going to learn a new new trick i know that because that's what happened to me when i would teach it and i'd, I'd go through the lessons because you know we wrote 56 lessons and when you're most of my guys were in the 30s and 40s lessons because i i quit teaching one-on-one -on -one. and then i would say wow i forgot about that that's okay great that's kind of what happens you know, and that'll happen to you as well as as you go through things. So I wrote a theme for each of the characters. There's three characters. This is the character for Jeff the carrot. So he's the only one that's not a fruit. And he had certain qualities. So he's kind of a Forrest Gump type guy. But he plays the vibes because the idea was that we would produce this show and have him perform in the coffee shop and stuff. So this is solos for vibes and i thought you know he's gonna be a super super jazzer so i'll play you the tune how long is it it's a couple of minutes we got that amount of time all right okay here we go
Uh, so that those were just the uh, changes to Sweet Georgia Brown. I just voiced everything the way a jazz piano player would voice it. But but you'll notice if you really listen to the piano part, it's not that much going on. It's just everything else is about the rhythm and, and stuff and just easily laying some changes down. Most of it was six and twos and six and twos and six and twos, which gives you the feeling of the three, six, two, five, one. That's what I did. I wrote those three things. Yeah, one for the apple, who's kind of a, he's he's probably the smartest of the bunch, uh, but he's really sort of sarcastic. And then the banana uh, was just kind of dumb. I'm hoping that we can sell that show. And if we do, you'll be uh, asked to do a, a demo if you want to try to score it. That's That's the whole idea behind us doing shows is to provide work. It wouldn't take you long, really. That solo sounds like, oh, my God, I'm going to show you how to uh, think in terms of so solos. And it's really pre pretty easy uh, to write those type of things. and But they sound great. And uh, I wouldn't want to have to try to play that. Probably Oscar Peterson. That's what we wanted. We wanted a character that could play anything. If you are a long-term listener, please do me a favor. Go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review. This is going to help me reach more composers just like you so that they can get the value out of this podcast as well. This would be fantastic and it would mean the world to me. So many thanks for your attention, for your time that you are spending with TC and me. And I hope that I will see you again in the next episodes. This was Frank. Have a wonderful day. Bye. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.